Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Close Enough Podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by a close friend of mine, Aki Tutuiko, a tarot reader who's also known as Mercury Moon. And today, we'll be talking, you guessed it, all about tarot readings, what it's about, how it started, and how it may even help you to get to know yourself better. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing? I can't handle this uh, audio. Like, <laughs> are you are you wearing um, earphones? Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's about. No, 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 it's not, it's not. Am I, am I talking too close to the mic? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's like normal. I'm just very sensitive. To sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good, that's good. No, um, like, your voice was made for like the podcasting stuff and oh, wow, yeah. Oh my gosh, you know. Um, Radio shows and stuff. My cousin was editing. He was, he was like mixing up the sound, right? He's like, okay, this is how it sounds with the with the background music. This is how it sounds, you know, like like how it's gonna sound. So he like changed it up. He took out the background noise and stuff. And then the first time mm-hmm. I, I listened to myself, I was talking to Ellis, by the way. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I sounded like ass. <laughs> like, I was like, what do you mean you sounded, sounded like ass? ass? Ass girl, <laughs> I sounded like ass. I was like, no one's gonna. I was first, you know, like I was taking myself seriously. Like I was really trying to be constructive with myself, you know. And then <laughs> one day I was like, twenty minutes in, I was like, no one's gonna take me seriously. No one's really gonna listen to this. <laughs> who, who am I kidding? You know. So yeah, that's been. Um, oh, it's just like a middle of the thing. Like you're just realizing. Well, not realizing, but like you're like the fear just settled in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just settled in. Like, oh no! At first, it was supposed to be for fun, right? Like, uh, like why don't we do something different, you know? And then mm. it's surprisingly work, you know. Like, it's work. It's a lot of work. A lot, yes, a lot of <laughs> things to think about, you know. A lot of factors, and and I'm pretty sure that's the same with you. And your and your um, tarot business, but then you know you enjoy doing that at least. I mean, you were doing, mm. it, right? Yeah. How, how well, I'm still doing it. No, like I mean, what I meant to say was like you were doing it, like even before you thought of making it a, a business. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're going straight into it. No, yeah, no. I just wanted to ask you, like. Like Kanina, but like how, um, when did this start? Like how, how did this start? Yeah. Uh, before I started the Instagram, mm-hmm. I mean Actually, the business. Yeah. What, what's it called again? What's your, um, business called? So my tarot reading account is called Mercury Moon. But it's spelled kind of funny because I didn't know what to uh, call it at the time. I just wanted to start uh, an account already. Mm-hmm. And I thought of Mercury Moon because I don't know if you're into the astrology or whatever, but yeah. Mercury is 
my so-called ruling planet or I'm not sure yet. I'm just, maybe I'm just projecting here because I kind of like the planet, like the, what Mercury means in astrology, Mm -hmm. because it feels like it's very connected to what I want to, want to like show in the world, Mm -hmm. like with my own abilities and all that, which is communication and like writing and teaching and researching and learning and stuff. So that's why I chose to be Mercury. And then I just added moon at the end because everyone was doing that in the community. (laughs) And then I changed the spelling of it. So it's like not M E R C U R Y it's M E R Q U R E E because to make it more unique mm-hmm. and because it reminded me of the song Murky Moon by television. I don't know that song. It's very good. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't want to sound like <laughs> so <laughs> pretentious and I'm like, <laughs> but no, like, no, you don't. I, no, you don't. I learned this song actually from another song that was like, like this indie song I used to listen to a lot as a teenager. And it was about like this girl who liked to drum. And like one of the lyrics was like, she loves to hang out upstairs and play Marky Moon. And, and yeah, so that's how I learned Marky Moon. And I just kind of fused it into my name. I like that. I really like that. So this, yeah. like, is Mercury like a, um, does it compliment you? I don't know how this, this whole thing goes. I mean, you know, like I know my, um, my sign, I'm a Libra. Yeah. Which, which you know. Right? Actually, I think I could be Mars ruled because I have a lot of Aries in my chart. But let's just say that I'm also Mercury ruled because I think that's what I want to focus on right now in terms of like my career and like my own pur- purpose. Like it gives me purpose. I think that's what astrology does. I like that. I really like that. You know, because a lot of people are, um, how to say, like they're they're governed by. Um, their sign, you know, and then what yeah, yeah. and everything with what they tell them, what the stars tell them to do, so to speak. If people wanted to learn more about astrology, uh, it could really open you up to how you can deal with living with yourself more, at least in my case, mm-hmm. or like how you can figure out where you want to go in life. It isn't really something you should look to as like a, like a scapegoat, like how other people, you know, use it like to blame your actions on this kind of thing. You know, you don't do that with your mental health either. So. Yeah. That's so true. I've seen you though. Like I, I, um, yeah. So like I met you in first year college and like, I've seen your progression. I've seen like, you know, the things you were into, different hairstyles the different clothes <laughs> and this is this is you now like i it, i don't know it kind of came out of the blue for me you know and you were one of the mm-hmm. first few people who like reintroduced me to it because it's something i've always like been familiar with you know um astrology I, uh well horoscopes i used to read my horoscope in the newspaper every day mm. you know and then, um, yeah, so my mom would tell me about it sometimes, teach me all, mm-hmm. all the stars and constellations and everything. And it was, it was fascinating. 
right? But yeah, the one day you you came to class, like you just uh, robbed the gypsy or something. You, you brought out all your cards <laughs> and your <laughs> you, had, you had all these things, and you're like, all right, let me let me read for you. Give me your hand. And I was like, okay, this should be interesting, right? <laughs> like, wh- where did you get that? I mean, like, what got you interested in it? enough to actually want to do it i kind of hate to say it but i really think it was the youtube algorithm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is this because you know how the stuff that gets recommended to you like on youtube and instagram and stuff like i was getting recommended a lot of those yeah like those tarot reading videos just getting more and more popular online mm-hmm. and I was just always interested because I've never gotten one. And yeah, I just watched them a lot. And there were some readers on there that I followed. And like I would watch their videos whenever I was having a downtime or like a sad, sad time or like a hard time. And I would just watch one of their like pick a cards. It's like you had to pick a card through the video and then they would usually ring true for me Mm -hmm. and then what led me to want to read those cards this was around 2018 Mm -hmm. I think yeah 2018 and I was also just trying to find myself away from my part my partner at the time like Mm -hmm my ex and i wanted to like what do you call it like just re re recenter yourself we'll get an all woo woo up in here (laughs) and yeah because i thought that me as a person in relationships i get very dependent on the partner and i just wanted to find my own things, things, mm-hmm. not just one thing, because realizing now that there are a lot of things I'm interested in and tarot reading is just one of them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it, tarot reading really helped me go through all those questions and help me start talking to myself more. That plus meditation and yoga and, uh, also I just didn't want to, pay another tarot reader to do it like i thought i could learn it myself since it was so interesting but then you know always pay a tarot reader (laughs) (laughs) what they what they do is very what we do is um an art like Mm -hmm. take a lot of reading and it's a cool art if you respect it don't bother tipping takes a lot of practice yeah that's interesting though that's something i never um you mentioned it kind of helped you um, focus on yourself and like discover yourself more, which is something you don't really think about, you know. Mm-mm. Like if you're thinking about that's what a lot of people who get into tarot reading that's what they that's what draws them in is the way it helps you have more conversations with yourself, as like I've said, and I think that's why a lot more people are getting into it during the during the pandemic. Yeah. But if you think about it, like, I mean, the way I see it, isn't it normally you focused on, you know, the person in front of you or the person you're, you're uh, reading, 
right? How, how does it like, yeah, how, how do you, how does it help you focus on yourself? How does that work? Tarot reading isn't just for reading other people. It's for reading yourself also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like you, so you like, um, mm-hmm. you have, how do you call it? Like you have like, like you check yourself up every now and then. Is that how that works? Yeah. Say like there's, there's like, there could be something that you're going through right now that you're not sure how to, or like something you're feeling that you don't know how to word Mm -hmm. or you don't want to try and confront it. Mm -hmm. So you take out your cards and then you pull a few and then the cards will tell you right there, like what is actually going on. And I think that's also reason why to be honest lately, I haven't even been pulling cards for myself because it is, it is scary to confront yourself all the time. I was going to say that, yeah. I mean, isn't there a time yeah. where you, you're conflicted with, with a particular thing and, you know, like, it com- there comes a point where you kind of know the answer, but you don't want to, like, admit it to yourself? And Yeah, that's usually what they're for, I think. Hmm. And validation. Validation, validation and yeah. reassurance on things that you can't be sure of without the extra <clears throat> words. Mm-hmm. But it's helped you though, right? I mean, yeah, I can, I can tell like it, it's really helped you. Then a lot of people, mm. a, lot of, a lot of people I've met that, that do this, like it became a fad, you know, uh, so to speak, <laughs> you know, they did it cause everyone else was doing it. And like would see people in, in the calf, you know, just sitting down, having lunch, and they're all reading each other. Then now it's just kind of like they forget about it, you know. And um, it isn't so bad. I think it's still a really cool thing you can get into at least once in your life. It's oh, like yeah. a new language, sort of. I was just gonna say that because you know, um, my cousins are very. Um, they're very spiritual, you know, they, they believe in all these, uh, like, you know, the energy and, and, um, vibrations and all these things, you know, and like stones, especially stones, you know, when you, I remember mm-hmm. one day you came to class and you, you, you put a, you put like a, a stone on your, on your desk <laughs> I was gonna yeah. touch it, and you're like, no, please don't touch my rock. <laughs> don't, please don't touch it. And True enough, that same, I think that same week, my sister came home with a bracelet. She, she was so excited. She, she came home with a bracelet that she had just bought. And apparently this guy, um, he specializes in like gemstones. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he reads you. Um, we, we, we met him in a, in a mall. And then he, he reads you and your energy. And he tells you what's like off balance with you. You know? Yeah. And then he recommends these like gemstones for you and he makes like a bracelet. And then he mm-hmm. um yeah, he, he puts it in a bowl and then he has this whole like the small ritual with sage and everything. Yeah. So it's really Yeah, similar. you have to cleanse the stones first. It's really similar, right? Yeah, you have to cleanse them. Do you do you do that with Yeah. Your, I mean, have you done that before with, with sage and and the, the herb? I don't I don't like using sage or uh, just any of those newfound 
cleansing, like energy cleansing materials, because I don't think that's, that's not something I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. And aside from that, I don't know, I've been hearing other people online saying that, um, it can be a kind of cultural appropriation. Mm. But aside from that, like, it just doesn't res, aside from that, like, it just doesn't resonate with me at all. Like, mm-hmm. the kind of clean- energy cleansing that I subscribe to is really practical. Usually, it's just washing my hands or taking a shower or uh, playing music and doing yoga and dancing it out. Like, using my body and my appendages <laughs> to get the flow going, you know, inside and out. That sounds sort of... Then, regarding the... Regarding the stones, though, I'm not too stingy about my stones anymore. <laughs> uh, because I was, like, I was just learning back then when you when that when I brought my crystals for the first time to school. Mm-hmm. I was just following whatever was being told to me. But uh, since I'm still learning about them. I'm becoming more of a skeptic, I guess. Like, I don't, I'm still figuring out whether crystals are really something that I like to use in my practice also. Mm-hmm. I think but, you know, they're pretty to look at. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think it's like, like the weight of it too. It's not going to hurt anyone, you know. And, um, like, I read that it, it, it helps. It really does help. Um, there's this thing I was... Uh, I was researching about and they were saying that there shouldn't stones like quartz, for example, you know how they have like uh, the clear quartz. Yeah. They were saying that um, quartz absorbs a certain kind of uh, energy and like there's some quartz. Uh, and well, like I, I saw pictures online and there's some quartz that actually get darker. Like the more oh. you bring it around and, uh, you know, they say that that's like the, the bad energy and everything. And it's crazy because it's a rock, you know, how, how can a rock get like, get like change color from, from inside out, you know? And then they say that, yeah. um, you know, the sun cleanses it and everything, but you've been reading a lot, right? And like, what have you, yeah, what kind of things do you read and what have you like learned Regarding the crystals, it's more just like um. Not just the crystals. Oh well, I read mostly for my tarot reading, like the mm-hmm. the meanings of the cards or like the different kinds of tarot reading. Like, there's not just one oh. kind of tarot deck. Like the one that I have is just mm-hmm. one from one artist and one mystic, but most of them were all just a little history lesson. Like one of them. <laughs> Most of them are all from this order called the Order of the Golden Dawn. Wow. And so they have like a bunch of different decks. They have the Thoth deck and what I, what I usually use right now is the Rider Waite Smith. And then there's the Marseille deck, but that one is more ancient, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it's from somewhere in France, like commissioned by some rich people back then. And oh, wow. it's just been used for it, it was used at first for game for games, mm-hmm. and then it transitioned into being used on the street for tarot reading. So, like, it's so, like a normal deck of cards. Yeah, and it still honestly is just a deck of cards. Like, it isn't really something like 
um how do you say like a, a ouija a ouija board mm. it's like um it's just paper mm-hmm. a lot of tarot readers say that it what really gives it its meaning is the intention mm. put into it and that goes for a lot of spiritual objects like crystals and uh your yoga or your singing bowls and your sage like and the smoke and the candles like it's it what re, it's you don't need the materials to become spiritual you just need to have the intention mm-hmm. and the tool to like transmute that intention towards everything else around you wow i really like that yeah i, I never thought of it that way you you mentioned um uh artist and mystic you said oh what do you mean oh yeah the the ones who created the writer wade smith deck was a collaboration between pamela coleman smith she's the artist and uh forgot what this dude the 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 right the writer wade dude i don't know because pamela smith just seemed so cool to me like if you look up a picture of her yeah. Like she's the real like she robbed the gypsy kind of person. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is her name? And Pamela she like drew the yeah Pamela Coleman Smith without the e. And then so she drew the cards as we know it now. Like the tarot cards that are used a lot in cinema and all that. Um. And then as for like cards that are newer, because like. A lot of independent artists like to make their own tarot decks. So what they usually follow is her system, like the way that she drew the cards. Oh. They mostly do their own renditions of that. I'm I'm actually looking at it right now, and these actually do look familiar. I mean, the, like the color palette and everything, the bright yellows and the the yeah. the deep like dark blues and everything. Yeah. What are the different kinds of decks? Like the different kinds of reading. So that's, um, I think it's more like, oh, I just swallowed a hazelnut. <laughs> that's the, it's more like the differences, the different decks rather than different types of reading. Oh. Because there's a lot of different kinds of reading, but, um, decks, uh, what make, what gives the decks their charm is, of course, the way that the artists portrayed the archetypes and the suits and all that mm-hmm. for the writer it's um i'll start with the marseille deck okay. the ain't like the oldest tarot deck um those look more like regular playing cards but the suits that they use are the wands the coins um swords and chalices or cups Cups, and then they also have the archetypes there but then it's less um it's it 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 looks more cohesive like you could really use them as a deck of playing cards and then what people in the community call those cards are pip decks because they aren't like the rider Wade smith where everything is drawn like a story it's just the number of suits in like each card and but then what i i i'll get to that in a minute though because there's i could talk about birthday deck for like hours <laughs> but the rider wait smith deck that one 
is the most widely used like all over the world and in movies of course because of how literal the drawings are yeah and um, I've, I've seen these before uh th- this one has uh am i looking at the right one the fool the magician the hermit the lovers mm-hmm. yeah one yeah mm-hmm. and then what else can i say about that one i feel like i'm not really the right person to ask about the history of the decks but i just know because like i just believe in how old everything is (laughs) yeah you really do oh yeah i did too like i'm just finding out now (laughs) (laughs) you have to talk about it and all so like okay and then we also have we also have the thought deck and then that one was made by a colleague of writer way and they're yeah they're both from the gold the order of the golden dawn and his deck is more uh how do i say it very esoteric esoteric kind of like it's it's a lot more symbolism it's very packed with the symbolism and the art and all but i've never really held thought deck or like gone through each of the cards before so I'm, i can't really say much on them but I'm sure, you know, uh, someone, anyone would find, anyone can find their own deck that they resonate with because of how many kinds of basic decks we have out. And now there are lots of like artists that are creating their own renditions of them and all. A lot of them do. So, like as I said, it's like the spirituality it's the intention you're putting your intention into these things putting it out into the world so i don't know really if you matter. get where i'm going here no, so it doesn't really matter like what kind of representation it, it takes form you know it's really just what you want to do with it and 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 i see your intent i guess and i see like how much would you say like passion you have for this? Because it's it's really crazy. I'm, I never would have thought that all these things go back like ages. Man. Oh it's yeah, ancient. And I most I, arts do. <laughs> yeah, no. And I thought about it. Um, looking back, like looking at these cards, I thought that they were actually drawn with the intent of looking old. But it's like the opposite. Oh. <laughs> it's the opposite. It actually is old. No, they actually are old. Yeah, they actually are old. That's crazy. So, like, run me yeah. like thought process. Like, how how okay, when you started um like reading other people, right? Is it mm-hmm. different doing it in person and and doing it online since you you do this um over the phone uh, readings, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, um, does it feel different for you? It definitely feels different, but. I mean, it feels different, like the impression of it when the first time you meet a person and then you meet their whole energy and like you, they tell you about their concern and all and you pull the cards for them. When the person is in front of you, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, it's not like I can actually 
see like their aura or whatever like i'm not that type of clairvoyant clairaudient kind of a person <laughs> i just am very like emotionally sensitive and like i can just i don't know it, it that's where the intuition comes in yeah and when i'm reading for them online that's why i have to ask their name and what colors they like or what their sign is just so like a picture of them in my head because i don't like asking for photos of people because that's kind of sketchy <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> you can send them a picture of you um, first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a joke there i think there's a joke there i'm just not giving it <laughs> and then uh What was I going to say? Intuition um, is what you said. But then when you're actually like reading the cards, like when I'm reading in front of the person, like I just start looking at the cards and I start talking about them, like what I see. And then, but when I'm doing it online, I have to type it out. Mm -hmm. So I look at the cards and then I, I like have to write out a whole like essay kind of thing. Oh, really? That's why I transition into doing more live, like online call tarot mm -hmm. readings because I think a lot of people ask me for those more than like the typewritten ones. Because when I first got into the practice, I thought that tarot reading would be a good way to practice my writing since I'm firstly a writer mm -hmm. i don't know if i can say that if i have a pub anything but hey, <laughs> i like have. writing i know for a fact you have <laughs> matisa that's the truth of it yeah you mentioned a lot of um intuition right is that yeah is that something that you normally use like is there a lot of intuition yeah. in reading people yeah, because you literally know nothing about the person at first, aside from like what they show you. Mm -hmm. And that's when you have to learn how to listen to your gut feeling more. Mm -hmm. The feeling of like when you're with someone that you don't know and then for some reason something in you just feels not comfortable or... I mean, that I'm not saying that it's like similar to the feeling of anxiety that's like a whole different thing mm -hmm. but like the just i think you can understand like where gut feeling comes from and how that plays into your how you make your own decisions and all it's the inner voice people who want to practice their intuition usually they meditate more and they learn to be comfortable listening to their own selves as well. Yeah. Be making sure to decipher it from, that means decipher the difference between what your intuition is and what anxiety is. It's hard. And to I'm still doing that myself. It's really hard. To yeah. Because if it's not an external factor weighing in on your thoughts, right? It's normally just you. And, and how do you differentiate the difference? <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah and like for me like i still find it kind of hard as well because to be honest when i when i read for people i still get that feeling where it's like oh these cards don't look right or i don't 
think I'm going to be able to read for this because I don't get what's going on in the cards right now. And usually that's my anxiety talking. What is supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing then mm-hmm. is to just reshuffle the cards or like, like cleanse them or something. And then usually the cards that need to come out will come out. You just need to trust. Trust. That's another thing with intuition. Yeah. Trust is a big thing. Trusting yourself, trusting where time will take you. Ooh, so deep. But that's the way I deal with it. And then in a certain degree, like, you know, you say shuffle the cards and cleanse the cards and, you know, trust the cards. But in a way that you're, you're kind of doing that to yourself, right? Like you're, you're kind of, you're kind of yeah. clearing your mind and yeah. you know, trusting yourself more. Exactly. It's like taking a breath mm-hmm. before helps. you go and do the Yeah. If it helps over the people, I think, uh, you ever get that sense of fulfillment when, when like the person on the phone is always like, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Or, you know, this has helped me so much. Thankfully all of them have said that. That's amazing. (laughs) So (laughs) like I said, just trust. Mm -hmm. That's where it gets, that's where you, where that's where it gets you. I think when you're able to trust yourself, people can trust you too. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I was just so proud about that. <laughs> Tell me about it though. How, how yeah. the first few um calls? Yeah, they went really well, I think. <clears throat> Trying to remember my first call. Were you scared? I forgot who it was. Was it were you really nervous? Was it someone I mean I was I was nervous. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. And then before I did the online call readings, I was doing, I was reading for people at school like you guys yeah. and our other friends. And I got comfortable that way. So when I had to read for someone over online, like I was nervous at first because they weren't online yet. But then when they had the camera on and we got the conversation and it felt familiar again. Oh, so you do this like, um, like with the camera on and everything. I mean, of course, I think that would- I can do them like over the phone and also do a video call. But the video call ones, I usually just do those if they want a longer session. Mm, I see. Oh yeah. I remember this one uh, reading you had of me, which really stuck to me, by the way. Uh, by the because <laughs> there are a lot of things going on. You know, like college is just a whirlwind of. A lot of things. <laughs> so the mm-hmm. one card you got for me was the hermit, the, the guy with, the yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah, you mentioned something you told me, yeah, maybe sometimes you have to be a hermit before you, you find yourself. And yeah, that is so you <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Um, uh, it really, it really stuck to me, believe it or not. And this was what, two or three years ago. And a lot of people feel the same way, I guess. You know, they feel like they're trying to be um, this person they, they, they think they are, this person that they want to be, you know, mm-hmm. when in fact, that's just not 
who they are at the moment, you know, and they still are trying to figure it out. And, yeah. You know, I look at the things you do, especially things like this, and it's just something that you're really interested in. You know? mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's something a lot of people need. You know, a lot of people need to find a way to work on the things they really like. And they're just really yeah. naturally fascinated about because no one told you to do this, right? And you don't get sick of it, really, you know? Mm-mm, yeah. Um, in a way, it's like, if I can, like, share something personal, it's like me and Star Wars, you know? Like, everything about it is just like, oh, my God. I can, I can memorize, like, all these planets and stuff, but, like, when it comes to, like... <laughs> an equation or something like a like a math equation it's just i just blank yeah it's, crazy, but it's um it's the lore <laughs> it's the lore <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so this has really helped that's you. all it is how, how is yeah it you, um like to cope uh yeah, like I said, um, it's helped me be more comfortable talking to myself and finding validation in myself instead. Because when I ask the cards, I'm not asking an outer being. It's more like asking myself and like making sure of something in myself. Do you, you feel... Uh, but that's like a personal... Oh, sorry. Yeah, because like I'm the kind of person that... Uh, has to look for reassurance from others mm-hmm. all the time, which leads to my whole thing about being super dependent in a relationship. Um, so, like, say if I want to know about how I really feel about something yeah. or whether what I did was okay, I don't have to go and bother someone about it. I can just ask my cards, you know, journal about it. I like that. I like that. You're not the you're not the first person yeah. to um, mention journaling. You know, like just writing down your thoughts and reflecting and everything. Journaling is so helpful. Like even though I hate it sometimes, but when I get it done, like I feel so much better. Do you ever read back? No, of course not. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a thing. It's just there <laughs> to get it out. I'm not there to like post it online or read it or whatever. <laughs> when I first like, it's just doing that, it was um, I tried reading back what I wrote. I don't know why, and I was like, "What? What is I doing? <laughs> what is I writing down? Just a bunch of nonsense." But you are right, though. It does help. It does help. Yeah. Clears your mind a lot. It's good that you don't get um, That's why very pressured with, you know, pressured, uh, pressured. Yeah. With, um, you know, everyone online doing all these things, you know, mm. that you're just really enjoying yourself doing it right now. Well, of course I do get pressured by what other people are doing online. That's why I try to post as many good things about myself online as much as possible. Yeah. And I think everyone is, but I was reading like this thing a while ago about how to, how to enjoy Instagram or like how to have a positive experience on Instagram. And it's really just 
muting people you don't want to hear from and using it in a way that brings you joy. And that's not like something that you usually think about because you're always just on social media to like mindlessly scroll or like half time. Mm -hmm. But it, it really comes down to being mindful as well, like being mindful of what you're looking at because, you know, we have the algorithm to deal with now. And I don't know, like I'm so, I'm so like uh, wary of like the algorithms of everything. Like I don't like the feeling of being watched digitally. <laughs> um, I, I, I turn was, off all the ads and everything. It's scary. It's really scary. Even the ads are really scary. Yeah. I think um, you mentioned mindfulness and going back to what you said earlier, like, you know, meditation and all these things, you think it's helped you? And, and yeah. Like, not just fine. It's yourself. still, it's definitely, um, I wouldn't say finding myself mm -hmm. because I think the search to find yourself will just leave you feeling pretty empty all the time. That's true. Like, I don't like seeing mindfulness or like the journey to spirituality or whatever is something that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. More just something that just gets you through the day. And I don't know if I made sense there, but that does make I'm trying to. <laughs> I, I mentioned this before. Um, a friend of mine told me that, well, he was talking about college, you know, um, I was, I had just graduated from high school and, you know, we were in the car and he's telling me about, you know, oh, you're going to have a lot of fun in college. And then he said, you know, a lot of people enter college thinking they're going to find who they are and they're going to find their people and, you know, figure out what they want to do with the rest of their lives within those mm -hmm. years. And he was telling me, um, that's wrong because in, when you're in college you actually find who you're not rather than who you are and you find the people you don't like <laughs> you know yeah exposed to so many different things and you realize yeah this is not for me you know but you try it anyway right and yeah i guess i'm just glad that we came out um came out of college especially you and i with yeah pretty pretty good <laughs> you know we're not messed up yet <laughs> yeah and it's very or i don't know it, <laughs> it wouldn't be too bad even if we were messed up you know i'm just trying to live my life go through these days like even if this happens so what like i'm things will turn up for a reason anyway that's growth man that's 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 growth in itself come on that's amazing. Learn to not think about what other people say about you or think of you. Really? I'm still doing that. I know I sound like I know I sound like um some spiritual bitch right now, but like <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm going through all the journal entries and I'm like purging my shadow self and stuff like that, as the woo-woos say. Purging your shadow self. It's hard stuff. I think that's something I need to do. Something a lot of us need to do. Eesh. If there's anything I want to say to people who want 
to get into more spiritual things. Like it's a lot more than just buying nice scented candles and smudging mm. with smoke and all and the meditation. Like it's a lot more stuff. Like it's the stuff that happens in between and like the stuff that you realize in the way that you practice sitting up more and learning to hear your heartbeat in between the, in between meals and tasks and stuff and learning to look outside the window and learning that you can feel the ground beneath your feet and stuff. That sounds like such silly things, but once you start to feel those things, like it helps you learn your place in the world more. <laughs> Sorry, I can't take with all seriously right now. <laughs> Cause like I like I'm so glad you're asking me to do this though. Like even though I'm being so ass about it, but like, because like I look for people to talk about this with so much. Cause I feel like no one else would take my shit. But yeah, more people. It's been cathartic. Thank you very much. Thank you for agreeing to join me. Um, yes. you were you know I mean and you know that you were one of the first few people on my list and I was just thinking of using you for, for practice, but this turned out pretty well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Very nice. So it was just practice. So like I, I had my, I had my radio. <laughs> no, I, at first I said at first, this was more than perfect. This is actually uh, exactly what I was looking for. Um, because as you said, you know, it's, it's very cathartic and a lot of people need that. And it's not just specific to tarot reading and, and to your, you know, your hobbies and your passion projects. It's anything, you know, people have to yeah. talk about what they're doing because in a yeah. sense, it validates what they're doing, you know? Yes. Right. And it sucks. It's I mean, for me, that's the case. No, it's true because it sucks. You know, like you, you do, you know, you do, uh, work every day that doesn't necessarily have to be like special work just normal go to the office you know and then and then and then go back home and you, you're on this routine mm -hmm. every day and mm -hmm. trying to relate it to what you said what i was what i understood from what you said of of you know listening to your your heartbeat and looking out the window and and just feeling everything is, is kind of a routine. It's more of a routine for you now because it wasn't something that you had before and you introduced that into your lifestyle. And now that you have done it, you know, you found peace in that, you know, and then it's that routine that, that people have to admire, really. And to a certain degree, it's something that everyone has to learn to love, you know, especially in their work. Yeah. So I'm really glad you do because a lot of people don't realize, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't know what to talk about or I don't really know what to say. But you're living every day and you're dealing with everyday like shit, <laughs> right? But you're still doing it every yeah. day. And there has to be something within that 24 hours that is keeping you going. You know, it, it can be something yeah. as simple as, you know, your, your K-drama and then your Blackpink and your cat or something but there has to be something and that's what i'm on the search mm -hmm. for man and that's i've i'm very calm right now if i can just say <laughs> i'm very calm right that's now. good 
Thank you very That's much. That's good. Yeah. So, um, where can people follow you? On Instagram, Facebook. You have Facebook. Uh, I haven't had a. I haven't made a Facebook page yet, mm-hmm. but I'm on Instagram, Mercury Moon, M E R Q U R E E, Moon, mm-hmm. and um, where else am I? <laughs> I think that's like the only public uh, account I have right now. My personal Instagram is O-K-E-Y-E-L-K-E. So if anyone yeah. wants to message you, they just, just message her on Mercury. Yeah. yeah. Thanks again for joining me. Get a reading. No problem. This was a pleasure. Learned some things. Validated some things what it's all about that's what it's all about and it's close enough that's close enough right yep (laughs) close enough and that is all for this week guys thanks for joining me if you have any suggestions or want to be a guest on the show please follow and message me on facebook instagram and on twitter at the close enough podcast or at bendo machine that is b-e-n-d-o M-A-C-H-I-N-E. I'll catch you all next week. And remember, you're doing fine. You're doing good. That's close enough.